It is the edge, John O'Bannon and Sharon. Thanks to Air Asia, 130 places to go, millions of possibilities. I smell like pesto. Why do you smell like pesto? Oh, it leaked. Well, it just bathed in pesto. Yeah, I just thought. Cheese, you could not get a more a metrocentric thing. Yeah, I smell like pesto. Well, it's not my new cologne. It's, it's just leaked in my bag. Such a nightmare. It's the it's the aroma of camembert and pesto, fresh from my focaccia bread lunch. Okay, no, I shouldn't have bought it up. I thought I can find my friend Jono to say, hey, if you're wondering what that smell is, it's me. It's very pesto-y. It's from my lunch. How did you get covered in pesto? Well, I brought some pesto along in a container, and it leaked. Not the nicest aroma, is it, on your on your body? I think it is the new aroma from Calvin Klein. <laughs> Le pesto. Le pesto. The smell of Le Café. <laughs> uh, we got a big show today, uh, as well as me smelling like pesto. Uh, the only the only radio announcer in the world stinking of pesto right now. Uh, we got $1,000 to give away just after 4 o'clock. Uh, we've got those flights, uh, thanks to Air Asia, to Indonesia, for everyone to get in the draw for. Uh, but next, I think we want to embark on a world first. Yeah, and not- it's not dousing us in pesto for an entire radio show. Although that would be a world first too. Uh, next, we're going to tell you what we're going to do. Our next big, crazy Jono and Ben adventure in just a moment. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Jono, you came to work uh, talking, recounting a harrowing tale. Mm. A tale of survival, a tale of drinking lion read at 8.30 in the morning. That's right, I had to go to uh, a club. Had to. On Sunday morning <laughs> and uh, had to drink had to drink the beers. Uh, like, is it like a beer grills, lion read beer grills. Beer grills. <laughs> <laughs> and like beer, I did drink my own urine too later in the day. Yeah, well, that was part of the... No, it was actually based off a bit of a deer later <laughs> in the day. Nothing to do with survival. Uh, but while you were drinking early on a Sunday morning over Easter, you have got obsessed mm. by a machine at the Whangamata Club. This thing at the Whangamata Club, they've got a claw machine. Oh, like the arcade-style claw machine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I got swept up in it. Everyone knows they're rigged. Aren't they? They're kind of like lip sausage fingers that just kind of like arthritis-laden sausage fingers. Oh, it's can't so quite... hard to get a toy out of one of those yeah. things, right? The amount of mo- by the end of the amount of money you poured into it, you could have bought three of the thing you were trying to get. <laughs> I'm going to win this mini Warriors rugby league ball if it's the last thing I do. Even though I could buy one of them for five ninety nine at Rebel Sport, I'm oh. going to spend thirty nine dollars trying to get it out of a claw machine. So today, Jono, I've come to work, and I've got a surprise for you. Is it a claw machine? <laughs> Because uh, I see no. it outside the window oh, right there. Okay, you kind of spoils I my surprise. I put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, see, the thing is, the claw machine's quite big. Mm. And I want it to be a big surprise. When you came to work today, I wanted to reveal it inside the studio. Well, still, no, still do it. You can still do it. Go, go no, outside. No, it doesn't fit through the door, mate. Hey? It doesn't fit, it doesn't fit through the door. Oh, jeez, this wasn't what you imagined. No. In my head, <laughs> I imagined, like, a big sheet over the claw machine with mm. it back in the studio. But right now, it's sitting pretty much blocking the entrance to the studio. Okay. Can't get it through the door. I don't know. I didn't even actually get it up there. Someone else did literally Literally all the heavy lifting. I was the idea. Why don't man. you do? A, why don't you do a reveal? I'll pretend that there's a thing over there. <laughs> it's I too late seen. now. You've no, walked no, past I'll that. Pre- the pre- first pre- thing you said when you came to work, you're like, "What's with the claw machine?" There's no surprise any longer, and now you're making us do it again. I do want to know what you what you had planned for the claw machine. Well, though. that's that's part of the surprise. Okay. So I thought we well, you, you could get some redemption on this claw machine that you couldn't win a ball over the weekend. No. So I thought I'd put something in that matters to you. What's that? Right now. Your keys, your car keys. Oh. So put it in your claw machine. Nothing but your car keys will be in the claw machine. And at 7 o'clock tonight, you'll hopefully win your car keys back so you can drive home. Yeah. Wouldn't it be better if you put my wife in there? <laughs> if you want something that really mattered to me, claw out Jennifer from the... Uh... <laughs> okay. Now, here's a surprise. I've kept your wife in there for the last six hours. Unfortunately, due to a lack of oxygen. <laughs> Things aren't great. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to put your car keys in and you're going to win them through the help of the listeners. 
So the listeners can call up 0800 The Edge and give Jono three moves. Which way you want to go? I don't even get to just do it myself. Well, you control it through the way the listeners want you to control But the listeners it. can't see. That's a challenge we what need to overcome. Te- what a te- absolutely tedious thing to do. Well, why not? It seems like a fun I thing. Ricky, the, the social guys, he's loving it. He says we can get some good social stuff out of it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that, Ricky? Did you say, quote unquote, we can get some good social stuff out of it? Exactly those words. Those were your words. Okay. Exactly, those were Ricky's words. Okay, 0800 The Edge. I'll play your game. Okay. I'll play, literally, I'll play your game. Uh, 0800 The Edge. Everyone, uh, you can direct me. Uh, I'll follow your lead. And hopefully I'll pull my keys out by dinner time. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Hello, Lisa. Good to have you on the radio with us, Lise. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, we're doing well. I'm not allowed to take control of the claw machine. You have to give me directions, okay? okay. Go right. Right, yes. Um, keep going right. Stop. Yeah. And then down a bit. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're well away from the keys right now. If I can give you any clues. Left, left. Yeah, left. There's a good one. Okay, yeah. And stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, about there is good, Okay, actually. good. Do you want me to launch, Lise? Yes, please. Launch Launching. Three, two, one. Down goes the claw. What? It's not bad. And oh. oh, you nearly got the lanyard cord. That was so close. Lisa. Oh, no. oh, Might I say you had a shocking start, but really brought it back, Lise. <laughs> It's very hard to do through the radio, but Lisa, uh, you're in the draw to win the flights to Indonesia. Thanks to Asia. Hold the line. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Sometimes on this nationwide radio show, we like to give something away for free. Give back to the people. You know, give back to the people that have given us so many, so much over the years, Ben. You know, we love the people, don't we? <laughs> no, the people, we do. people don't necessarily love us, but no, we love the people. We do it for the people, even if they don't want it. From I us. do it for the children. Do you? Who are you doing it for? Oh, mate? the people. Just the people. Yeah. The nation. I like to focus just on, you know, doing it for the kids. Yeah. They're the future. Yeah, they are the you future. Know, teach them well. You know, I'll lead the, the song. Way. No, I know how the song goes. Yeah, that's what we've got to do. But anyway, so we're both here doing it for the people and the kids. And uh, Ben, this is Win an Ad, where we phone uh, a business or a town and we give them an ad. They necessarily haven't asked for it. They haven't paid for it. They don't want it. They don't even know they want it until they hear it. Basically, it's an excuse for us to do a crappy parody song and then sort of, you know, mm. do that under the guise of an ad. <laughs> Thank you, so ben. you're less judgy about it. <laughs> Thank you. Isn't that well, that's how the segment is? Like, that's how the segment you're like, this is. Yeah. is not strong enough to stand alone as a as a parody song on its own. That's right. So we're going to pretend that we're ringing up someone to, to give them a free ad. Sometimes we not only do it for the people and the children, we also like to drop drop truth bombs. <laughs> yeah. uh, so today, Harwood, South Taranaki, uh, lovely, lovely town, Harwood, and uh, you may be familiar with the. Uh, and we're, we're going to phone Harwood, going to phone the information centre and uh, give them some free marketing. Yeah. Not enough people going to Hawara. No, no, but we've written them a song uh, for their town based on another popular song you might have heard at the moment. Good afternoon, South Tanaki Eyesight visitor Cindy, you're speaking with Sharon. Sharon, John O'Ben, and Sharon from the Edge Radio Station. Great to have you with us. Hello. Welcome to Win an Ad. You, really? You won an ad. You haven't asked for an ad. You don't want an ad. You haven't even paid for an ad. We're giving you a free ad. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now you may be. F- oh, that's okay. You may be familiar with uh, Camille Be Camille Cabello's uh, hit song Havana. Havana. Oh, yeah. You know that song? Oh, good. 
That's good. That's a good start. <laughs> I was going to get really awkward if you didn't. <laughs> That's a really good start. Okay, now we would like to present to you your uh, your free ad. We've made it. Have a, have a listen to this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This one goes out to a little town in South Taranaki servicing a large rural area. If you like Paper Plus and a thriving dairy industry, then this is the town for you. You can milk a cow in Don't thank us now. <laughs> thank and us th- when the tourism hey, boom starts. Hey, <laughs> hey Jono jo- jo- jo and Ben? Yeah? It's not as good as The Rocks. Oh! oh. oh. So the, the Rock doing quirky parody songs, are they? You, you guys did leave. Oh, we were on the Rock. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn it, did they ring up Harawa today and do the same thing? <laughs> Sorry, Sharon. Sorry, Sharon. <laughs> I can't remember saying, hey, it's John and Ben here from The Edge. Could you give us a critique on our career decisions? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember saying that, Ben? No, I don't. No, I, don't, I can't remember. I, no. I remember saying, hey, we've worked hard. We've made you a, a quirky little tourism ad. I can remember that. Yeah, I can remember that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll, we'll work on something. How about we'll come back to you, something a bit more rocky for you tomorrow. How's that? Yeah, that, that sounds good. Okay, okay we're going to have to come back to you okay, tomorrow. 24 hours win an okay. ad. We'll be back tomorrow. Get ready for the greatest ACDC <laughs> Harwater parody you've ever, you've ever heard. <laughs> You're on the hard doesn't quite work. We'll work on it. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. So what happened over the weekend is, Jono, you had a crack on a claw machine. Yeah. And uh, you, you couldn't win anything. So I thought, well, yeah, let's see if you can win something today. Your car keys from a claw machine we've got in the studio. So you've pulled up the uh, little mix, little Twix claw machine from downstairs. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was in the garage, and uh, you put my car keys inside. And I can't get them back just on my own skill and merit. Uh, 0800 The Edge. Callers, you get to phone up right now. You get three moves, whether it's forward, back, left or right, whatever. You tell me what to do. I'll follow your moves. You tell me when to hit the button. And if you pull out my keys, geez, are you going to win a great prize. Yeah. Are we on Instagram Live too here with this, Ricky, as well? Oh, we are too. There we go. Prestige worldwide. Multimedia <laughs> is happening right now. Okay, you can log on to the Instagram. Who have we got on the phone? I know it happened to the I think Dan's saying Kate. Okay. Uh, Kate, how you doing, Kate? Good. How you doing? All right. Give Jono some moves. Um, Go left. Left? Well, left, I can't go left, sorry, Kate. I'll give you another hit, mate. So the keys okay, are in the right. middle the middle of the uh, arcade claw. Okay, go right. That's <laughs> <laughs> an option. The wasn't an option. Okay, keep it going right till we stop. Yeah, I'd say Just stop. Just go, okay, stop, okay, stop there, go. Stop. Next move. Uh, Ford. Ford. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. And I'm going to strike um. now. Yeah. If I get the keys from this point, nowhere near them. Sorry, Kate. <laughs> All good. Good All right. luck. All right, John. I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up now. Who's our next caller? Samantha. Samantha. If 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 John yeah, does it, uh, you, can do it, you can do it with your your own eyes, your own movements, John. I bet you win a prize for Samantha. Okay. okay. If you get that. All right. Could be your car. Are you ready, Alex? Here we go. All right. Forward. Yep. Going forward. Um. To the li- right. To the right, yep. And down? And down, yep. Okay, oh, here we go. I'm striking. On, I'm striking. On. You're right above the keys. You're right above the keys. Hopefully they'll hook on to the lanyard cable. Oh! It pulled up the cable oh. and then just completely let go of it, Alex. Oh, man. 
Oh, tell you what you have, Claude. You've clawed my heart out with that attempt. That was it. Oh. This is why we're not good commentators, because all of us just went, oh! oh we I see. Really... I've given Justin Marshall so much grief over the years, but actually what he does is quite hard. Well done, Alex. Thank you very much. The closest attempt yet. Oh, we'll have exciting. another go after five o'clock. Ken. Am I going to be making it home tonight? Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Producer Dan uh, joining us in the studio. What's going on? Yeah, I um, I just had a, something I really wanted to talk about, and it's um, something that happened to me on the weekend. It involves a sound, a noise, a secret noise. Now, I was away down in Lake Tarawera just with, for, on a holiday mm. over the never weekend. Returned. And I never returned. <laughs> lovely part of the country. Lo- what? Lovely. I'd say, you know, here's, here's, you heard well, it here don't first. Play on the Omnia, um, the, um, the Pull this down. Okay. You heard it here first. Better than Lake Taupo. You heard it here first. Oh. Oh. Is that the pink and white terraces? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to go. I remember going to a school school camp over the pink and white terraces mm. and... Uh, they wouldn't, let you, they wouldn't let you go to the toilet on the pink and white terraces, so unfortunately nature took its course. What's the pink and white terraces? I don't no, understand it's what be, Beautiful, but it's like mountains. And yeah, but it's buried. Oh. It was buried in the in the horrible explosion of Tarawera. Many years I ago. I can play this. I can play this. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep yeah. going, go. Many moons. Anyway, so we were fishing on Lake Tarawera, uh, right next to the, the, the edge of the lake. And as I was very peaceful one evening, very dark, almost pitch black dark, right from the bush... Next to the lake, I heard a sound. A sound of a pig squealing. But, yeah. Like that. Yeah. But then it went dead. And then I heard the sound of whacking. And then I heard the sound of a splash. Guys, <laughs> that lovely sound effects. Okay. The thing was, it went completely dead. Okay. <laughs> no sound, completely calm after that. And I thought, I was sent chills up my spine, all these sounds coming from the bush. I went back to the batch where there was Wi-Fi and Googled. And apparently, rumour is, there in the, in the hills surrounding Lake Tarawera mm. is a yeti. The we had a yeti. Whole, a whole conversation for that. The, the Tarawera yeti. yeti. The Tarawera yeti. Yeah. Or it could just be someone who's lost from a dance festival five or six years ago. Well, that's true. Hasn't shaved. <laughs> yeah. Just wondering where their place is in life. Imagining unicorns. Yeah. yeah. Someone's text 3343 saying uh, they've also seen the Yeti or heard the Yeti. Mm. And I'm sure there's other people. In fact, I went under the edge if you have seen the Yeti. I just made uh, that text up. Uh, <laughs> I just completely made that text up to make you think that you had uh, seen the Yeti. Mm. Okay, I went under the edge. Let's do this. Small town urban myths. What's happened in your small town? Okay. I know there was, the, there was the Ashburton Panther rolling the hills of mid-Canterbury, roaming, roaming the hills of mid-Canterbury. Isn't there some sort of moose somewhere on the loose? Mm. Moose on the loose. <laughs> moose on the loose. <laughs> I heard he's with a goose. <laughs> yeah. Shaking his caboose. <laughs> Where's the moose on the loose with the goose? <laughs> no, no, it sounds like I'm running a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. Uh, no, there's definitely a moose on the loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe you've seen the moose on the loose, then maybe you want to call it. Under the edge. Uh, and yes, your small town urban legends. Three, three, four, three is the text. Also, have you seen the Yeti in Lake Tatawilla? No one else has seen the Yeti, Dan. Danielle, your urban Hello. legend, your small town urban legend. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's good. It's good. <laughs> how are you going? Listen, you're really busting the scary vibes of this whole segment. Uh, no, let's just find sorry, out. How, sorry, how, I'll do better. Yeah, how you go? Let's find out how you go. I'm fine, but we have a take two on this, Danielle, okay? Okay, all okay. right. Danielle. Yes. 
That's better. That's better. <laughs> Your small town urban legend. Well, legend has it that the moose was released years and years and years ago down around Wanaka. And supposedly there's still some roaming around today. That's what I was, yeah, I've been trying to say to Jono, that's the rumour. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, uh, it's all kind of second-hand information, but that's what, that's kind of what I've heard through the grapevine, so. Who's, who, who's seen the moose? Oh. Gary? Gary saw the moose. Did Gary, did Gary see the moose? <laughs> Gary, Gary. Oh, good. Gary talks about it. Trish might have seen it once. Uh, I think Steve saw it as well. Maybe yeah. even Ellen. Steve yeah, and Ellen saw it as well. Yeah, they did. But knowing New Zealanders, they would have just shot it. They would have just shot These the moose. These are big moose. These are over two metres tall. He's a big potentially, moose. Potentially would have shot it, yes. Yeah, I mean, we like, shooting, we like shooting animals in New Zealand, don't we? We do, yeah, but it would have been a great feed afterwards, so... It yeah. would have. Hey, thank you, Dan- Danielle, and uh, thank you for keeping up the scary persona of this segment. <laughs> yeah, you're more than welcome. <laughs> Goodbye. There you go. There we go, thank you. Thank you. Kayla, your small town hello. urban legend, your small town urban... No, just stop saying hello like so nicely. <laughs> Everyone's coming in here too nice. It's meant to be a very sorry. scary yeah. segment. Kayla. Okay. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. This, this sounds yeah. like a phone sex line. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've, you've made this weird. What's your small town urban legend? Okay. Apparently, there's a goat man in Kaitaia. A goat man? What, like a half goat, goat man. half man? or? Half, yep. Half man, half goat. Half man, half goat. What half? No jokes. Yep. And my dad has seen him in the bush. Well, if you were going to be a half man, half goat, Jono, which half would you have at the top? Which would be the bottom? Oh, I'd definitely have all four legs. <laughs> I'd, definitely have, I'd be like a centaur goat, you know? So with the, with a normal, like, human... A torso and head and arms, <laughs> and but I'm... then I'd have the body of a goat. Like the, yeah. The bottom half of a goat. How about yourself, uh, Kayla? What would you lock in? Oh, I want the goat horns. Oh, so yeah. you'd go the top half goat. Yeah, goat, like Bot- top half. Bottom half human, top half goat. Yeah, top half. That'd be interesting. This goes back to the, the classic conversation about the mermaid. Just imagine for one second if the mermaid was switched around. Top half fish, bottom half human. Yeah, see, that would be weird. Yeah. Not as appealing. That doesn't work. <laughs> Not as appealing. No, no. Not appealing at all. Huh. Fishy head. Exactly. Sort of like. yeah. Not as sexy. Not as sexy. <laughs> John o, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. What's that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Are you hearing voices? <laughs> you interrupted me. <laughs> I, didn't say, I, I can't remember. Ricky, our social guy's in here. Was I, did I say anything? No, I didn't think so. Uh, I think we're slowly uh, slowly witnessing the downfall of Ben Boyce. This so. is where it all went it's wrong. It's all happening now. This is your bloody... This is your, this, is, <laughs> this is your Kanye storming the uh, the stage with Taylor Swift moment. Uh, so I was going to tell you about over the weekend. What's that? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I really thought it was you interrupting me. No. Okay. All right. Hearing things. Uh, but over the weekend, we went to uh, went out with a couple of mates uh, and went to a bar. And uh, at one stage... This may be why he's hearing voices now. <laughs> it was a hell of a weekend. At one stage, one of my friends, uh, she went off to the bathroom. And uh, and when she, when she came back, she was like, guys, she never gets what? And we're like, what? And she says, a girl just propositioned me. We're like, what? What? Really? She says, yeah, yeah. I was up, you know, walking away to the bathroom. And this lady came up to me and said, can I buy you a drink? And she was like, oh, no, I'm very flattered, but I'm actually married. But thank you all the same. And you do feel good in that situation, too. I had one moment where a guy hit on me. 
Right. Now I felt like a million bucks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I've got it. Still got it. If I, even, if I ever wanted to, yeah. I could go I could go over there and have a hell of a time. So well, with one person anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just not, not, not everyone, just that one person. So we're like to my friend, I'm like, well, where's the lady? You know, like, well, which one was it? So we can see. She goes, oh, that lady there. And we watched as she walked and she walked up towards the bar and then she walked in behind the bar and started pouring a drink. She worked at the bar. She was not propositioning her for a drink. <laughs> she was just asking, <laughs> as a bar, as someone who worked at the bar, she was just saying, hey, can I get you a drink? And your friend's defence, in the toilet, seems like a Oh, no, it wasn't even in the toilet. That's oh, just that's like what we oh. thought. She was on her way to the toilet. She got propositioned in the bar. And then was like, well, yeah, of course she's going to ask you for a drink because she works at the bar. <laughs> My friend was mortified. We just had to leave. It was like, we can't leave here. We have Because I was like, I'm flattered. I'm flattered, but I'm not. <laughs> Thank you. I'm taken. <laughs> and this, she said the look on that lady's face was quite confused after she said that. She could say, we go, I'm flattered by your outstanding service, your attention to detail, and customer care. <laughs> but I'm in a relationship, so... Uh, Okay, well, it's a weird reason. I'm in a relationship with another bartender next door, and I feel like I'm cheating on them by coming over here and having a drink. So I will go back to them. Can't have a drink with you. So that was like, we had to leave the bar. I was thinking today, like, can we throw it out there? Times that you just, you're like, yeah, we're going to leave. We had to leave the bar. Okay, when did you have to leave? Is this, can you be people being kicked out? Does that count? Oh, anytime. The times that you just like, I had to leave. This is New Zealand. I mean, 100% <laughs> of the calls were going to get uh, going to be about people being kicked out of bars. Times you knew that it was time to leave the bar. Lauren? Yes. Good to have you on the show with us, Lauren. Uh, you had to leave the bar when? Yes, well, it was my 21st birthday, and I was rather drunk. But my best friend decided she was sick of holding me up and would get the security guard to kick me out. Oh, so she got the security guards <laughs> of your own 21st? Yeah. <laughs> what, so are you still mates with this person? Yep, yep. Lived with her for two years. Oh, wow. So oh, she's like, oh, I've just had enough of this lady. Pretty much. That sounds like the same sort of person who would put your car keys inside a claw machine. Because <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you don't know, Ben decided to put my car keys inside a claw machine today. So we'll be trying to get that out on the radio show. Thank you very much, Lauren. <laughs> hey, I was just thinking you should tell that story about how you... Um, Hung out of a bar, like, like not hung out in the bar. Oh, not the window but story. But yeah, the window story. <sighs> go on, go on. You know, it's oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, a good story. Okay, so, so oh. well, can I just say, I'll start at the start where Jono doesn't like to say goodbye to people when he leaves. It just right. doesn't breaks do- my heart. <laughs> it breaks my heart. I'm well, not a goodbye. You like you just you just leave. You just. Leave. I can't even say goodbye to Ben at the end of the day. <laughs> it tears me to pieces. <laughs> you just like leaving. I don't know if it's like a peer pressure thing. You don't want people to go. Oh, stick around a bit longer. But you just like you'll just be there one minute, next minute gone. You know what it is though. It's it's like oh, what's the point of saying goodbye to these people? It's very late in the night. They're not even going to care slash remember saying goodbye. Well, sometimes I wait for you all night. Well, Jono, we'll be back, guys. We can't leave. <laughs> and then they shut up the bar, and I'm like, well, my friend Jono, he's coming back. He'll be back. <laughs> and he never, comes, he never back. comes back. And a little boy waits at the bar. <laughs> no, so what happens was on a friend's a stag do. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it was sort of it was sort of getting late in there. It'd been a long day. It had been a long day. And yeah. So like we're at the bar, like the 13th bar for the day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, geez, I need to get out of here. And leaving a stag do out of all <laughs> yeah. the, the high-pressure situations. Well, because you've sort of normally come as a group. You're yeah. part of a group. So one... You come to, you arrive together, you leave together. Yeah. All yeah. right? No cameras or cell phones. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to leave this bar. Now, the edge, the entrance and exit was blocked by a party, the, our party goers. So I was like, okay, I need to find an exit. I found a window. So it was a two-story bar. It's quite high. So then I climb out of the window. I'm at, literally I'm hanging out of the window, a story above a bush. I am willing to jump and land on this bush <laughs> just to, to get escape, out of this bar. To get me out of the stag. Though. As I'm hanging there, clinging on to dear life, someone's like, 
they're outside having a ciggy. That's me having a ciggy. They're like, oh, what are you doing? And I look over, and it's half the stag party just staring up at me, hanging out of so a So they window. were all outside? They were all outside. <laughs> and you're hanging out of a two-story window. There's a lot of explaining to do with this <laughs> that situation. What do you say? I just dropped, landed on the bush and ran. <laughs> Haven't spoken to them since. <laughs> never said goodbye. Never seen them since. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. All afternoon, Jono's been trying to win his car keys back from an arcade claw machine. I put it inside just to see if he could actually win something from an arcade claw. And I tell you what, I'd like to thank the audience for sticking with us through, uh, throughout the afternoon, especially with this music. <laughs> that's a, that's no one's ever going to get sick of that. Okay, so your, mach- your keys are the only thing inside the claw machine. This would be attempt number, I'd say, 55. Yeah, you've, a lot of attempts. I've, I've even had 10 attempts. I need to get them out before 7 o'clock. I have quite an important family function to uh, attend. I Did I tell you it was my pub. uncle's funeral today? No, it's not. Oh, now's no, not a good time no, to say. I really not. need to get to this wake. No, you know. I do. You I need do. to get to the pub You're holding my keys hostage in this machine. Okay, I'm sitting over the top. The claw is over top of the keys right now. Count me down, Ben. 29, 28. And what I like ben, about Ben is he gives you a long 26, lead. In. 25, 24, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, the claw is descending towards the ground. It's hooked on to the lanyard Wait, and the keys. Hold, Come on. Sports fans. It has it like it grabs it, it lifts it up to the roof, and then basically violently shakes it it's out like, of its grasp. Right. You had it, you had it in the air there. Can one I, more. Can, can one I have one more go? Yeah, okay. Right. Ricky, you got this? Three. Okay. Two. One. Now okay, I'm gonna luck. sink this claw into it, grab them like you've never grabbed before. The claw has grabbed the keys. Please, don't don't drop it. Don't drop it. Oh, oh god. Oh. Oh, it's, it's criminal. It is. It's playing with me. It feels like a form of torture that you'd get at Guantanamo Bay as a prisoner of war. Okay. All right, Jono. 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 Feels weird chanting my name, but here we go. Last the one, claw last is going to make its way over the top of the keys, making the dive. It's clasped onto the package. Come on, please, please. Yes, yes, yes. We've done it. We've done it. We've got the keys. He's got his keys. He's got his keys. Thank you, New Zealand. What a rush. Oh, just tell you what. What do you want to say? You're proud of the boys? Proud of the boys. We we took it one game at a time. We'll come back bigger and stronger next time, and hopefully my dickhead friend won't put my keys in a claw machine ever again. Uh, Thanks. Good luck for the rest of the season. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.